feeling man pretty good yeah he's almost back to normal now yes yeah, so slowing <laughs> down has gone down significantly so we're back in our usual spot yeah we're not uh saying fuck tuesday today we're saying uh tuesday's looking on the up and up i guess i guess yeah. highlight of the week so far oh yes yes the yeah. very the very Feel long it. week that it. we've had so yeah. far yeah um this is jimmy the best episode yet so far yeah that's true and this is we're ps4080 yeah. six period um yeah this is a very important week this week. Uh, next week is going to be probably even crazier. Uh, but our party, our event, yeah. celebrating the release of our fourth project is this upcoming Sunday at Cafe, <laughs> at Cafe, Cafe Rizzoli. I always Cafe say it. Rizzoli, I, think I always say it incorrectly. Yeah. Yeah. E-R-Z-U-L-I-E. Yeah. Uh, in or come to our apartment. We'll just have... Shuttle buses. Yeah, coming. we're going to go as a giant party at yeah. uh, two forty-five. Yeah. So just come here. Seven. Yeah, exactly. To get there right on time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, from three to nine this Sunday, October fourteenth is going to be our party. Uh, we hope to see everybody there. We have a great set uh, number of DJs. Going to have food. Yeah. Uh, bring your Shout friends. There will be merch for people to uh, partake in. Yeah. Just everything. Everything is looking good. It's and we're just excited to share this moment with everybody as we are every year when we do this. Um, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm su- super excited. Yeah, a I lot hope of our we friends remember are more than 45 minutes of it. Yeah, this year, this year, I, <laughs> this year, I'm saying that I'm gonna take it slow and you know, steady, slow and steady wins the race. But I, I can't sure. promise anything. Uh, as usual, whenever I host people and there's food around, I'm probably not going to have any of it just because I was like, oh, no, you guys enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, we have to. Though. Nick's going to fucking kill it. Yeah, Nick's going to kill it. He was actually a guest on episode... An earlier episode. I can't remember exact episode. The episode we, yeah. when uh, MTV was having their music video awards. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was a lot of good, good fun. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Next week, we probably will have either somebody that was involved at the party or somebody on the project uh, as a guest because the project is actually formally dro- dropping on that Tuesday. We, yep, release, we, we record on Tuesday, so that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to see if... Uh, I, I don't know if you want somebody else to come on, but I'm trying to see if Optics would be down. So Yeah, sure. Uh, he can't DJ on Sundays, so you know, recoup by having him on here. Um, so yeah, let's... I mean, I'm just super excited. I could go on for like another seven minutes about how yeah. the amount of work that everybody's put into this yep. has been insane, uh, and everything seems to be coming together, which is it's always shocking. Any rich white people out there, throw us that bag. Exactly, exactly. The investments will have some return. Maybe not immediately, Yeah. but fuck with the vision yeah. and shut the fuck up. Exactly. This is the first time I'm like super genuinely like, man... We should probably open a bank account and be formal. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, uh, because everything is turning out fucking amazing, and I'm just yeah not shocked. I know this was gonna happen, but uh, it's great to see. Uh, so just going from, we'll just start with some new news items as we usually do. Uh, I think <laughs> some this week has been very weird. It's yeah. been kind of low key. There's been wait, so it, okay. 
I just want to go straight to this. Yeah. ICP and Fred Durst or Limbiscuit, do they have beef? Yes, they do have beef. I don't remember that. And they've had beef for the last like decade and a half. Apparently, what, what happened was remember when Limp Biscuit was like at, in their heyday? Yeah. All right, so Limp rolling, Biscuit. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Yeah, during that whole yeah, era, yeah, yeah. Limp Biscuit had actually uh, performed. I think it was either at Warp Tour or something like that with yeah. ICP. Or and like ICP was coming up at that time. Yeah. So like Limp Biscuit was like Fred Durst was like, "Hey, I want to speak to those guys. Yeah. So can you get them to come backstage? Yeah. So both of them are coming backstage like, "Oh shit, it's yeah, Fred yeah. Durst, you know? Shame like exactly. Like yeah, we might. I, who cares? Psycho something. Or yeah, psycho. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, psycho. Yeah, something know, like yeah. that. But he was like. They were like, "Oh shit, you know, he he's gonna talk to us, whatever." And apparently, he brought them on, brought them, and then kind of just like deaded them, and like almost like made fun of them a little bit. Really? So they kind of felt like, "Oh, he's super, he's an egomaniac," and yeah. they felt salty about it because yeah. like, how are you gonna disrespect yeah, us yeah, like yeah. that? So flash forward now, they've never talked, they've always hated each other. Yeah. Um, Nothing's happened in between. No, it wasn't really? like any oh. like gunshots or nothing. Yeah, yeah nothing. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, listen, ICB is from Detroit. Yes, they're fucking crazy trailer trash kind of aesthetic. But if I had to b- bet between Limp Biscuit yeah. and ICP, yeah. I'm going to probably put my money down on ICP, even though it's like two against five. Yeah. Because the motherfuckers are crazy? just crazy. Exactly. Yeah. They drink Fago like, list- like, Dude, like maybe they, yeah, and it's just like they'll at least come out of like the fucking shadows too like you don't know who's in who's in, in bro like, they yeah. have all their freaking juggalos juggalo, yeah. exactly the hatchet man like yeah. bro that has to be one of the top like 20 Dude, tattoos in america yeah is the hatchet never, man. never like classified as a terrorist group they like, still a, are yeah they're like, fbi terrorist group yeah a gang basically they're considered a gang yeah fbi still has them on their right. list and that's impre- incredible Dude, but, okay so hold on this whole story comes up because Shaggy too dope. Tried to kick Limp Biscuit on or Fred Durst yes. on stage while drop he was performing. Kick. Yeah, yeah, drop, drop kick. kick. And be, he came really close. He had yeah. decent form. Yeah, if he you did. watched the video, it's worth watching. And then just like security out of nowhere, hand of God just fucking puts No, him. he he just straight up missed. Oh, he just missed. He just missed. Uh, like, he and tapped then the him. Security just, then security okay, got gotcha. He couldn't like get up and do something. Okay. They like immediately grabbed him. Yeah. Goes at like it's a music just festival. Hilarious. It's so bad. Yeah. And it's hilarious Watch. because it's it's like ICP streams are gonna shoot through the roof like bro no, they they already ten like, songs charting on the hot <laughs> right now. He, they brought Fred Durst back to relevance right. in a weird way right but yeah I don't I didn't know it was like that I didn't think it was that deep uh, and apparently it is <laughs> and apparently this was in Philadelphia or something like that or it's I don't know something I know it was yeah. on the East Coast yeah and it's just hilarious and what Fred Durst said afterwards was like this motherfucker couldn't even get that right yeah. Like, how stupid can you be? Right. Just put... Fucking roast them. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I just loved it because it was such a weird headline. It's top 10 yeah. weird music Strange. headlines. ICP's Shaggy attempted to drop kick Limp Biscuits Fred Durst during concert. Like, nobody's been thinking about it's ICP like an and nobody's been thinking about Limp Biscuit for yeah. like at least three years. I know, Limp Biscuit's touring. Bro, and the, the, it looked like that crowd was packed. It yeah. didn't look like it was some like yeah, there were you know, reunion, there. like like yeah. some small thing. It was like people Maybe were mad. People were there. Shit. No, dude, I just think people want to hear rolling that bad. Like I, <laughs> I don't want to hear rolling like that. Not gonna lie. People were like, yo, I kind of need it. What did they also do? I did it all for the nookie. The what? The yeah. nookie. I don't know if that was. Them. I know they did that one song. What, Is it them or Smash Mouth? No, no, I'm thinking Smash Mouth. Okay. Man, it was just like one whole era of just like yeah, white boys from suburbia thinking that they're hard as shit. Biscuit. 
making that is such a bizarre band rap pop punk tunes yeah so yeah that's that that whole story is weird and odd and i don't know how to feel about it i hope this continues yeah i want to read about this like and there's like in the last however many years yeah. like there's actually a fucking you know what i want netflix to do a whole series on that time because <laughs> there's just i want there that to be wild well country yeah. season two yeah <laughs> let's fucking go who who are you more which beef makes you more excited the icp versus limp biscuit or the eminem versus uh machine gun kelly icp by mob bro yeah icp is just endlessly more interesting I just don't give a shit about anything MGK is doing, so it's gonna be ICK, ICP. <laughs> yeah, he's no easy so. easily. Yeah, and he's definitely not Logic's ex-wife, so it's like it doesn't really matter. Yeah, doesn't really matter. Uh, more uh, now into more important. Um, um, speaking of G Easy, mm-hmm. have you seen this picture of G Easy? I hadn't. I think that should be our thumbnail for this episode for sure. Uh, that is ridiculous. So our Slack channel at work in the video room is uh gez fan club and one day i was like there's not enough gez going on in here guys and then one of our senior editors who's a fucking whiz at searching for shit on there and i don't even know how he does this he doesn't have social media to like <laughs> log into to use but he just immediately found this picture of gez at junior prom the dude actually thought the white guy cornrows oh yeah. my i think goodness. his base name is jakira or something did he really go to like a like a black school or was it just like a i don't know school? i don't know Oh my I think goodness. I know enough about Jeezy to fucking yeah. make fun of him yes. properly. Yes. I should. Yes, yes, really you do. Um, wow, I don't even know where to go from there. Well, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, let's go to something a little bit more important than both of those things, and that's that Bobby Schmurder is coming home. Let's go. Free Bobby Schmurder. Yes, dude. Finally. Our answers have been prayer. Our answers have been... <laughs> Isn't that right around um, Our prayers have time? been answers. Yeah, November 2020. Yeah, when <laughs> let's fucking go. When Kanye gets elected, Bobby Schmurder's coming home. His hat will be found. Yeah, like everything is just there. magically falls as yeah. soon as he comes out of jail. <laughs> it's been waiting for me the whole time. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited. But but my question is, and I can't really answer it because I mean I'm, who knows? Yeah. How good do you think his music's gonna be at that time? It's gonna be really questionable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It was two years. Depends from now. the producers that hit some, that hit him up, and he says yes to. Mm-hmm. I don't really know his camp that well to make sure that like he makes the right moves. How fast do you think his album's gonna drop after coming out of prison? Uh, good question. I want to say a week, but it's so close to the end of the year, and artists don't like dropping albums at that time of the winter for some mm-hmm. reason. Things slow down. I want to say like yeah, before the end of twenty twenty, we got a new Bobby Schmurda album. Before the end of 2020. Yeah, That'll be crazy. That'll, you're saying that he's going to record, you think an album? Or a project. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, yeah. I can see it being an EP fuck, too. Yeah, he's like like a seven shit. track EP. Yeah. I can see that. that yeah. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I think, I agree with you though. I think it will be in the, within the first four months of him being out. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I actually kind of thought that was going to happen with Meek Mill and that didn't happen surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, so, who knows? Uh, but I just think because time has flowed the the way music is consumed, the way music is produced, yeah. that you know it's really fast now. And like the styles that were beginning of 2018 are now they kind of sound dated, yeah. and we're still in 2018. Yeah. So the Bobby Schmurder sound, if it wasn't for that moment, yeah. would have already been like gone, eclipsed, right? He, yeah. Like hey, we don't know if he has that ability to like adapt. As that's like what a I'm lot saying. of rappers that like who have longevity. Yeah. yeah. We don't know yet. I mean, look at I don't. 
look at designers all over say like yeah, i don't yeah. know like he he's had faded. a moment he's still here he's kind of faded you yeah. know what i'm saying even though he signed the good um uh, I hope. I think what would be smart is if he just puts out a bunch of singles in the beginning to test the waters, like different sounds, get mm-hmm. some guest features, mm-hmm. put fucking Meek Mill in there. I mean, he created a sound. Yeah. Early on. Well, not created. But I know. He, yeah. But no. he kind of like popularized the yeah, sound. He that made young. He gave young M A a lane, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Make. Yeah. And he gave not he, a whole lane, but. I mean, he also gave. I think people started looking at New York rap, younger rappers that weren't affiliated with ASAP right. a little bit stronger yeah. after him. Because even now, like, like, yes, as an OG, like, even if you go to the clubs and see kids react to computers or fucking... It's crazy. Any Bobby Schmurter song, yeah. Yeah, and, like, I don't know when his... What's what's his name? Uh, Something Rel, right? Who's the one who actually has computers? Robbie Rebel. Oh, yeah. I don't know when he's coming out. Right. But, like, you know, he's going to have kind of the same thing, you know, when he just goes and makes makes it big. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see... I'm excited for him. I'm excited for his family. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, learn something. Yeah, for sure. I think he's gonna come back focused, and the question really remains whether or not his music can last. Right. Uh, but it's too, it's long from now. You know, two years. Got some time. It could change. You know, next thing you know, we're saying in twenty twenty, like nothing ever leaves. You know, the whole that that'll be our argument. Right. We were listening to this in January. We're still listening to it now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just so different. Uh, so Lil Wayne is back. We talked. We talked about it a lot last yeah. week. Yeah. You know, Carter Five. Yeah. He wasn't even in, he wasn't in prison. He wasn't in prison at one time. But, you know, he was in label prison, I guess. Yeah. And he's finally free. And his first performance, or one of his first performance uh, at A3C yeah. was short, was cut short due to a fight. Correct. But at the time, everybody thought there were shots. I don't think it was shots. I think someone yelled at someone had a gun, mm-hmm. and then people just reacted like yeah, normal human like, beings would. Yeah, fire in a movie theater, like obviously. Yeah, and it's like that, and I t- and I get that even more because of like what happened to me at that Global Citizens Festival Let in Central know. Park, where it's just like I was actually about to leave, and then all of a sudden, in the distance towards the stage, and I was like mad far. There were yeah. mad people at the show. And I just heard what sounded like multiple, like close to six to seven, like gunshots, like rifle fire. I felt like, consistent oh, ones. And then I just see hundreds of people running at me, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And I just run and don't stop until I get almost out of the park. And then I come to find out it was just some barrier that fall this, you know. And then they continue with the show, but yeah. I was just terrified. Did they stop the show after they like after that big? Sound? No, they resumed it. No, yeah, I'm saying, oh yeah, saying, yeah. they, they, they stopped it for a little bit, yeah. and then yeah, and then they resumed. Okay, yeah. all right, that's that's smart. Yeah, yeah. and it was just like because of all the mass shootings I'm like this is another one like, yeah. it's not it, you, if this happened maybe 10 years ago or 5 years ago even like I would have been like oh something happened like mm-hmm. something fell or some shit like that was weird what was that but, but now, now it's I, just like immediately like oh shit either hit the floor or run like, yeah that's that's kind of scary man yeah you know that that's that that whole kind of getting used to it and that being a reality yeah it almost reminds us uh, like reminds me of you know, just the change in the way people were acting after 9-11, where it was yeah, like, oh, yeah, shit's just going to happen now. Yeah. Terrorist attacks are just going to happen. It kind of gets normalized. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, okay, whatever. And now with the mass shootings, like, you immediately know what to do. Like, okay, right. i got to drop down, right. army crawl out, or yeah. I'm going to have full sprint and hope yeah, nothing yeah. catches a, a bad angle on me. Right. It has, that's Yeah, and I was like nuts. running out. Like, I saw people trying to just run straight into fences, like, kicking it and, yeah. like, try- and bending it and fucking, like, I saw, like, bent. Maybe like ten foot like fences. Yeah, they like do what they're going crazy. They do whatever it takes. Yeah, I and like, I don't blame them. You, yeah, I'm glad you, I wasn't doing yeah. that. <laughs> you you do whatever it takes to get to get home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for sure. Yeah, that is 
that is terrifying. And I'm happy that nothing serious happened at that. Yeah. And I'm happy that it was just a fight that happened at A3C. Unfortunately, yeah, I mean, it it, unfortunately, fight. it was a fight. And, you know, people who paid good money for right. to see Lil, Lil Wayne. Wayne's a great live show. Exactly. That's, yeah. He's a hero to a lot of people. And he's a big, you know, he's a legend in the game. Yeah. Uh, so it's unfortunate they weren't able to. Top you know, five, top five. Oh, easily. To partake in that full concert right. experience. But at least it, nobody, you know, died or nobody was extremely seriously harmed. I don't I think know. Some what people did get were. hurt seriously. In like the I mean, stampede. It's a fight. Yeah. Oh the stampede. Yeah, 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 oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Unfortunately. I mean that uh, that's always yeah. Something you have to watch out for, you know. When you make sure you uh when you when you're in a situation like that, you know, you find your, your people, you make sure you guys are like locked in arms or something like that. Locked arms or, or something. Just start moshing more often. Like, yeah, actually just like, like, you know, <laughs> it's like training. You know, play that uh when they hit the uh, bodies, uh bodies, yeah, bodies to the, floor. To the floor. Just just start playing that. Yeah. And, you know, over and in over your again. Head, yeah. yeah. Um so that's a little that that was a little odd situation that happened. And I think one of the biggest stories except for that's non political that happened this week. I mean we could get to the political one, but we don't yeah, have to. I'm good on getting into any yeah, types of politics. Right I'm now. a thousand percent good yeah. on that. Was that Vic Mensa said some stuff or some shit about Triple X, Tension during yeah. his BET hip hop song. I'm interested to hear the actual verse. Apparently, what he said was it was along the lines of uh, something like "no abuse, not tentation" or something like that. Or he like he said he alluded to him. It wasn't like he was like straight up like fucking X. Did he say anything like, bad about him though? In yes. Sense? Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean he brought up his past pretty much. Right. Which is I don't know how you take that. It's bringing up somebody's right. past. Yeah, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, is he just mentioning it? I think he was using it like as a comparison. Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know the professional. You know, middle-aged fuckboy, Adam22. Yeah, so that back and forth. He got on Twitter and was just talking shit about Vic Mensa and about how it was disrespectful to, you know, do that when somebody's mother was in the crowd, when his mother was in the crowd, and, like, how he's never come out with music that people care about or know about. And, like, when was the last time you ever went to a club and somebody said, like, yo, put on that Vic Mensa? And, good. I mean, it's valid. How do you feel about this? How do you, like, Vic Mensa's stance on this? Well, this is the thing, because, I mean, Vic, Adam-22 also brought up the, like, almost hypocrisy of Vic Mensa, because right. Vic Mensa, you know, acknowledged that he was in a domestic violence uh, right. relationship as the abuser, and he kind of didn't wash away, but he so explained it as, well, he explained it as, like, I'm a, you know, I was going through stuff, I was a drug addict, you know, I was doing all that kind of stuff. But it's so still triple X, apparently. Yeah, else. yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm, right. I'm saying. Okay. Regardless, he was an abuser in a relationship, and it. I guess you could look at it as, oh, you know, he showed remorse and whatever. But you can also look at it as Triple X life was cut short, mm-hmm. so he couldn't show remorse at the same age that Vic Mensa did. Mm-hmm. I mean, Vic Mensa was like twenty three, four when he was saying talking about what what his past relationship. Either way, they're both fuckboys, right? You know, to to me, like they're both examples of relationships that you don't want to be a part of they're an uh, example of relationships that if I had a son I'd be like you don't want to be these guys you right. don't you want to make any woman feel the way that both of their partners have felt at some point in time mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um, pointing out somebody's wrong while being wrong doesn't necessarily make you a hypocrite mm-hmm. I mean everybody's sinned you yeah. know uh, it doesn't mean that what he said and I think this is like speaks directly to Adam Twenty Two. What Vic Mensa said 
even if he was an abuser in the past, it doesn't immediately invalidate the truth that was in the right. words he said. Right. And I think Vic Mensa came from a place where he was like, oh, I'm going to be an ally, whatever. And I think I can respect that a little bit. Right. But I also, you know, don't think you should go back now and you should be mentioning Triple X and the stuff that he did in front of his mother who's grieving about her dead child, for better or worse. Right. Yeah. Here's what I would have done if I was Vic Mensa. Mm -hmm. I would have spit the freestyle, mm -hmm. maybe not in the same words that he said, I still haven't heard it, mm -hmm. but obviously just not reply to any criticism. Yeah. Just let it be what it is. People just fucking... Because if you feed into it, then other people will pay attention to it, only remembered by this stupid argument. That's and true. not, like, the original sentiment. Yeah. And, like, I feel like that's where he fucked up. Well, I mean, this, the weird thing to me is Triple X's, like, biggest ardent fans are, like, 15, 16, right. you know, they're, they're coming up, right? right. I, I'd probably say, like, 21's the oldest, like, diehard fan he has. Yeah. Uh, and this 40, like, three-year-old dude, Adam22. Yeah. 22. yeah. Um, I just don't get this is the, the scary thing about Triple X is this is the age where a lot of domestic violence and a lot of like abuse abusive behavior gets imprinted yeah. on young lives mm -hmm. whether that I'll be, be male or female or totally. whatever and he's somebody that you kind of want to not be a role model right. right you know you're talking about college campuses and everybody has the debates and everything about that and this guy is now the biggest shit on the block. And yeah. his fans are like, no, he might have been bad, but they're calling him Ja and shit like that. Like, what the fuck, dude? This Josh? is so Ja, like J-A-H, oh, like God. It's just that's so weird. weird. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's that's that was my opinion. Um Wait, they're calling X or X. Okay. X, Ja. And also like, again, yeah, this kid's just not understanding what that word really means. That and not really understanding the I think the gravity of what his, you know, his victim is saying. Yeah. I mean, they pretty much troll her constantly. And she's now getting the, she's, she is now probably the poster child of why a lot of women yeah. don't come forward. No, of course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. And that story gets told almost daily in America. Exactly. And they're still acting like fucking idiots. I don't know. They're, they're horrible. But they'll grow up. Which I'll is something. I'll talk about this real quick. Yeah. Random thought. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame mm -hmm. push and like the headlines is like going strong now. Mm -hmm. So now with the nominees basically for the next class to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, it just made me question like what is rock and roll? Mm. And when I posed that to like the edit room at the theater, they're like, so what is hip hop? I'm like, that's a little so fair question. I don't know what the fuck hip hop mm -hmm. is. Um, I mean, I do to some extent, but it's just like what are the boundaries for like certain artists because nominees for this year include. Janet Jackson, mm -hmm. LL Cool J, mm -hmm. Rage Against the Machine, mm -hmm. and a bunch of other bands. But I just named the ones that are like somewhat hip-hop related. And it's like, yes, N.W.A. and uh, someone else, I think, as a rapper, is in the hip-hop rock and roll hall of fame. And it's just like weird to me, because like, then it just begs the question, shouldn't hip-hop also, hip also have a hall of fame? Like, Why don't we have that yet? Well, I mean, if, if you look at this, the age How's the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame even started? I don't know. Yeah. Somebody wanted to make it. Right. They wanted to make it in Cleveland. Right. I don't know why. Did, like, the um, the Grammy or whatever. The Academy? Yeah, the Academy. Like, I don't know if they have right. anything to do with it. Right. I think uh, one thing you have to take into account is that, you know, hip-hop's younger, obviously, than rock and roll. Of course. 
Um, and I don't know if hip hop has that need or, or wants to at the current moment to archive itself in that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know what would even fill a museum full of hip hop stuff. I mean, I'm sure you can. Yeah. Don't, don't get me wrong. But yeah, I, I don't know. I feel That's like there's a bunch problem. of stuff you could get. You could get because I, I was I know I remember having a conversation with um, Rich Medina. Yeah. Um, and oh yeah. Um, so he was working at the um, the Cornell Hip Hop. Like they have like a, a wing or something mm-hmm. of like the museum, and like he was able to get I think or he wanted to get like Jay Dilla's NPC, which is now in the Smithsonian, mm-hmm. and it's just like shit like that you could put I don't yeah. know in a hip hop hall. That's gonna be in the Smithsonian. Right. But I'm saying there's like other stuff and like maybe we could, they should get that on loan at certain points yeah. like throughout the year or whatever because like it should belong in whatever a hip hop hall of fame would look like. Yeah. And I see people like start what they want like a hip hop museum to be in the city multiple times. None of it ever pans out because no. they don't get enough people on board who really matter. Yeah. And it's sad that like it's just it makes me wish that I could take my kids at some point. To a hip hop museum or well, a hip hop hall you, of fame. I think you can if you go to Smithsonian or if you go right. to the Rock and Roll Hall. How of fame. How big like, is that exhibit? I wonder. It's massive. Yeah. It's like okay. half a floor. Right. But I mean, okay. it's not like dedicated just strictly to right. hip hop. It's just black music in general. Right, right. Which is like I think Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The name is a misnomer because it's never necessarily been just rock and roll. I'm right. pretty sure John Coltrane's in there. Right. Or oh, you okay. know what I'm saying like right. like. That's it's, interesting. Yeah, so it's that not... they've always been open to that, I feel like. I guess. So it like speaks to, like, the, the spirit of rock and roll in I some guess. sense. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just more like it is a music hall of fame mm-hmm. at this point. I think it should change the name. Interesting. Um, that would be cool if hopefully. they did change their name to, like, something more inclusive. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think... Go past shit. The reason... I don't know why... I mean, NWA is more the spirit of it. Yeah. But I don't understand why other hip-hop acts are a part of it. Because yeah. I, I guess it just... At this point, it's just such an honor to be in the hip hop hall of fame. It's interesting, Janet Jackson before Michael Jackson. I don't even know if Michael. No, Jackson Michael Jackson's in it for sure. In it already? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Then. Okay. I mean, he's the first one to popularize, you know, get MTV on the map. So. Right. You know. Um, but yeah, that is interesting. I never really thought about like what the archiving of. Well, I have thought about archiving hip hop. Yeah. That's a lie, uh, because you know Harvard has their. Um, they have like a big library of hip hop and stuff like that. Right. And you know my. I wanted to study archiving hip hop in, in college and things like that. So it's not like I haven't, I don't know about it. It's just, I don't know if there's enough to fill like four floors. Of, I'm like, sure materials. we could, I think, I think Possibly, people could come up with People that, could, yeah. but would people be willing to? Yeah. People are more willing to tie themselves to something. Yeah, and I would hope else. someone would be like down to do that legwork. Hopefully. Yeah. It's I like, mean, it'd be dope if like someone like um, Sasha at, um, at Mass Appeal. I forget his name. The dude who started Ego Trip. Yeah. Like, someone like him, like, mixed with Questlove, mixed with, um, even Rich Medina, or just, like, other, a couple other people, and, like, yeah. I feel like you can come up with enough interesting artifacts to fill uh, a hip-hop hall of fame. But, yeah, yeah. I think you could. Yeah. And programming, videos, like... Just the knowledge that you're gonna be giving out. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I think it'd be cool, too, if you kind of, like make the wings of each one you know like yeah. um if you go to go to natural history museum like when you go to like the native american exhibit or whatever yeah the entire thing kind of is like a long boat that runs along the whole thing right, right? like the giant like that's like to to the uh actual size of it right it'd be cool if they could do the same thing where like when you do the beginning it yeah. looks like bombed out 1980s yeah, totally. or 1970 totally. south bronx yeah. or 
like I guess you wouldn't even be able to start there. You would have to start from like seventies, sixties, yeah. like you know dude, stuff Jamaica, like that. Dude. Or the, the the toasting and stuff like that and dubbing, yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. So at like, some point. you would have to go there. You probably even have to go even further back. You would yeah. have to start at jazz. Yeah. Or or the blues. Yeah. So like on gospel and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it would be, you could do a lot. It would be crazy. Would take or you could lot. enter from like different entrances. Yeah. You ever been? Because people have different entryways into hip hop. You know what I mean? You ever been to African American Museum? No, but I've heard the uh, the journey through it. Yeah, it's a really dope oh, idea. Yes, yeah, dude. For sure. So the cool thing about the African American Museum is that yeah, here we go. When you you come in right through the main entrance, yeah, you have to take an elevator down. Well, you have two options. You can go on the first floor, then you can go up, or you can yeah. just go in this elevator and go down. When you go in the elevator, you go all the way down. Are you encouraged to, the... to go down? No, I, they ask you. I mean, when I went, it was just when it opened, yeah. so like they kind of see if you like, want to see some real shit. <laughs> no, no. Yo, do you want to get real about this shit, yeah. or are you like yeah. just, just fake about yeah. it? Yeah, just want to test the waters, yeah. get peed in. No, the funny thing was like. When you go down, you have to go down a, a giant set of stairs. It's like an elevator, an escalator. On one side of it is like this line to go through this experience kind of thing. On the other side is the cafeteria where they're serving like fried chicken, collard greens, and like candy hams and shit. So it's like the most black shit ever like yeah. in that cafeteria. And apparently, it's pretty good. Better be good. I didn't try it, but apparently, it's pretty damn yeah. good. So I don't be. know. I mean, I think the fried chicken recipe might be the one from like New Orleans where that old yeah, woman's yeah. been frying chicken for like 70 years. Okay. Um, and so you, t- you go down, you go into this elevator... And it's like the entire thing is like sunlit, like upstairs. The entire thing, because the way that it's designed, it's like I think it's pretty much all natural light and it's bright as fuck. You go downstairs and it's dark, it's pitch black. And you walk in and the walls are literally like on your side. And like you're kind of have to, you have to squeeze through like a sardine. Right. And as you're really fat, it's tough, bro. Yeah. You have to like bend down but, and like, yeah, it's yeah. rough. So. The whole idea is it starts tight and cramped because that's what a slave quarter like in a boat would be like. Right. So you're like you're like in the physical like space yeah. that they like designed. A slave would have had, yeah. yeah, that a slave or like a you know uh, an enslaved African would have on the trip. Yeah. And like on the I walls. I mentioned you told this to me already, right? I know. Okay. And on the, but I didn't tell the listeners and on the walls are like all these things. Nah, I don't think oh, so. Okay. It's like a whole bunch of slave ships, like slave ship names and populations of stuff like that. But yeah, the entire thing as you're going, you get it gets like wider and wider and wider and wider to get to the top floor where it's like the widest and you're out in that like natural light area it's really cool like the idea the concept of starting it that way to start a whole exhibit and it's like more than an exhibit it's like how many floors is it like four it's four floors to go up then you get to the main level then it's like another four floors up that's crazy it's like like eight floors altogether that's crazy and like they have emmett till the uh they have emmett till's um casket on like the third floor of the whole thing yeah it's crazy a little more of it but that's crazy they they literally say like they say you cannot take photos of it. You can't right, talk. Right, right. You have to like be quiet yeah, as you're walking through. For sure, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's crazy. And like we went, my sister was talking to this like white woman, this older white woman. She was like, she was back, she was there back in the day. You know, she was like one of those like uh, people on the bus rides and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So she was on the bus rides yeah, and stuff like that. So she like was just talking and stuff like that. Yeah. And she like she was like, I want to go in with you. So she went in with my sister as they were doing the Emmett Till stuff, and she was just pointing out like, yeah, I was there for that. And uh, yeah. it was like touching. It was a touching moment. Yeah. Um, and that's like the power that museums have. It makes everything real, like tangible, right in front of you. And I think something like that for hip hop would probably excite a lot of young kids like who think it is corny because if you listen to the music back then yeah. you don't have the context of why the music sound like that right, it right. does sound corny yeah. you know there's a whole bunch of rappers that come back that come out and be like yo I used to not like that and now I know what the context of everything was I understand why you know a KRS-One was considered great even though he might be talking shit about us I know why he was great Dude, at the time if 
I worked at like the museum. It'd mm-hmm. be so dope to do a video series of like taking a rapper through that yeah. whole thing from like the younger rappers all the way to like the OGs. Yeah. And like get their reaction and shit and like what they take away. Like I feel like someone needs to do that. And, and I think that would I, that would change a lot of opinions. Yeah. I honestly I yeah. honestly do because I think one of the things that a lot of like I said a lot of these young cats don't have and a lot of the old OGs don't want to actually sit down and explain Science. to them. Is that yo? This is what it was back then, yeah. you know. Yeah. And this is why I sound some like more um, some furious, furious bros. What is that? Um, the dude furious isn't that his name? Furious? No, fuck. What's his name? Um, with Boys in the Hood, Steve, um, Samuel Jackson's mm-hmm. character. Is his name Furious? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We need more dudes like yeah. that. Dude. <laughs> Look, young blood. But uh, it was great. Uh, I I yeah, I, I hope I hope I hope yeah. that there's a hip hop. I want to go with that. you. <laughs> No, no talking. Yeah. Um, okay. So we watched, we actually watched this in real time. Drew Brees broke the all time passing record. If you didn't know, we are NFL fans. We already apologized for it, but we'll continue watching NFL. Mainly Jets fans, so feel free to donate. Yeah. <laughs> fun of therapy. We shouldn't make fun of therapy, and we're not, but. And, we and all of the beer we consume is mostly due to the Jets. Uh, and Drew Brees broke the passing record, and that was a gorgeous moment. Yeah. You know? Really nice moment for yeah. him and his kids, and it was just—I can't believe he had so many seventy seventy-one thousand yards, man. Yeah, I, th- I saw someone tweet like, "Yeah, give me like nine thousand attempts or whatever." And it's like, "Yeah, I bet I could do that too." I'm like, "I don't no. know about that, man." I don't think so, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of things so. that just go into that statement. I don't think you're ready to, to his, face. His accuracy is actually insane. Yeah, he went twenty-three. He's got like one of the highest ones right now. I yeah, think. he went yeah. twenty-three and twenty-six yeah. last for it's twenty-six crazy. last night. That's insane. You're crazy, Drew Brees. And I love you. Thank you for giving me my first ever fantasy football championship way back when, before I even went to college. Uh, I was in my parents' basement every week, updating it, making sure Drew Brees was still alive. So, shouts out to you, bro. Um, And, okay, so it's that time of the episode where we talk about what we've listened to. And this is by far the least amount of stuff I've seen she listened to. Yeah. I don't believe... I haven't been... Like I'll tell, it's, I listen to a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Didn't really like a lot of stuff mm. all the way through enough to mention it. Mm-hmm. Pretty much it. Okay, so what did you listen to? Check West. Yes. Clearly, Mud Boy. Um, so you really like this album? Yeah, it's fucking dope, dude. It's mm-hmm. like got variety, and it's, you don't really expect that from a young artist like that. Well, did you bring this up last t- last episode, or did you did just I? say this to me? Pre- oh, did I? Bring no, 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 not Mud Boy. Oh, okay. But I'm I think you might have mentioned this to me off off mic, where yeah. you were saying like, if there's if you have variety as production in your mm. production, you will like them like automatically, like yeah. almost automatically. Yeah, I like them a lot more. Yeah, yeah. So for sure, and I would, I would agree with you. Mud Boy has a lot of variety, yeah. a lot of variety yeah. on there. Um, I'm not as into it as yeah. I think you are. I think there's some some songs that you could just straight up throw away. Yeah, uh, and actually, it's not that long, so I'm not even gonna yeah, complain about that. Sure. It's actually like really tight. I'm down with that, but um, I think Gmail's great. For sure. I think Fuck Everybody's pretty good. Yep. I think, uh, I can't really remember anymore. Do you like Chippy Chippy? Yeah, I mean, yeah. besides, the, that's the thing I, I think I knocked against it, was yeah. that, like, half of the good songs were already singles. Right, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it wasn't, like, I was getting a brand new, like, oh, shit, this yeah. is fire, you know? Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, I've been listening to this the past six months. Um. Yeah, when I when I was excited to hear I was excited to hear, uh, Mo Bamba mm-hmm. because of like the three songs before it were kind of average. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, uh, that's not a necessarily a good thing. Gotcha. But Gmail I think was great. Right. 
But, you know, this is only his first attempt, and he didn't have a mixtape, so right. good for him. And what else? And then um, there's an EP, I think. Or I don't know, it's an EP project, whatever. Just remixes of uh, an Alt-J project. Mm-hmm. Really good. A lot of dope producers on it. It's fucking yeah. solid. That's fire. Yeah. I'm always down for that. Mm. I've actually been listening to a lot of stuff. Um, I've what been going. Is, yeah. Some names I'll, I don't even recognize. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to go through all of them. I missed out on Novelist's album uh, when it first came out, maybe yeah. like a month or two ago. About? Yeah, Novelist guy. Yeah. It has quickly become one of my top five projects of the year. Yeah. Highly, highly suggested. I had a feeling you would, too. That's why I brought it up, especially. Oh, yeah. man. Dude, Start is fire. Smile in the Summer is fire. Uh, there's just so many good tracks. Yeah. The ending's great. Like, I think Star's my favorite one. Is that the first song? Yeah, the first song. Yeah, the first song. Yeah, song it's just probably. that piano, right? Yeah. Ding, yeah. Ding, that's just fire. Yeah. Uh, he did most of production. He did all, he did all his writing, yeah. obviously. Like, oh, man. And like he does something that I think you could tell he's highly like influenced by Skepta, and, but a lot more left. He's his own, yeah. Yeah, song, like than Skepta. Sure. And like you, he has some influences in Grimes that I need to go figure out and find out. But he does this thing where he'll say like just one line over and over again. Yeah, yeah. But as you're like repeating it, he'll just drop another line and like as an ad lib almost. Right. And that line is dope. Right. Like even doper. Like there's uh, one part. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, there's one part where, so he like layers his verse. Yeah, yeah. So there's one part in, um, I think it's not G's in the Summer. It's uh, the one after that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like my block or something like that, and it starts with him like you know shouting out all like the original beat masters whatever, and it comes on the beat comes on. It's like this vocal sample over and over and over yeah. again. And at one point, he's just like kind of just saying like you know all smiles in the summer whatever, just saying some like kind of borderline cheesy shit. Yeah. Then out of nowhere, the beat stops yeah. for like a second, and he just drops. Uh, G's move alone and they're comf- like and comfortably like yeah. jeans move yeah. alone and comfortable the way he says it is like so like oh shit he's yeah. just saying some real shit yeah. there like you know just s- straight up by himself he could do whatever he needs yeah. to and like I just thought like some of the lines he drops and the messages in some of the songs are just really on point they don't come off corny which is like something that's really important he's still pretty young too dude yeah he's super positive he's so, like positivity yeah. all the way and right. like I fuck with that you know yeah. um, well I fuck with it when it's done well you know, that, that, mm-hmm. that, that's the caveat uh, I listened to a little bit of this guy named Shigoto. Uh, he is a producer. Mm. Uh, he's been a producer for a while. He's been around. Um, I just kind of fell off and came back to him. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of Detroit influence. Right. Um, then another producer of E-Tape that I listened to, his name is Fujitsu. Okay. He had an album called Corals a couple of years ago. Now he's came back with Corals 2. I didn't think it was as good as the original, but I do have some tracks on there. Mm. Um, actually, Fujitsu was one of the people, one of the first people I actually started listening to on Spotify. When I mean, you know all the B guys went to Spotify, yeah, he's one of the first ones. Where's he from? To. I don't even know. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's American. Okay. Uh, and now this has actually been a very indie influence week. I'm yeah. gonna call it like a, a Hannah Hannah Loftus week. That's a friend of mine from Chicago who I, I talk to about music a lot. Yeah. And she has a very, like, we have very similar niche likes when it comes to yeah. some of the indie style Brazilian music. Brazilian uh, Definitely. Yeah. Actually, she's the one who showed me, uh, oh, no, I won't, I won't, that's embarrassing. But, uh, Wait, what? Of where? What? No, she didn't show me Brazilian fart porn. Oh, no, but what? Uh, she showed me some other crazy like shit on the internet. I'll tell you later. Okay. Um, not for our listeners, apparently. Exactly. No, no, no. Definitely not. Definitely not. 
Um, but you get that at the the premium level of your membership in our podcast. <laughs> if you make All us verified on Pornhub, yeah. uh, you'll get to. We will to sing this. "Happy Birthday" for you if you upgrade. <laughs> Um, I listened to Boy Pablo, yeah. Soy Pablo is the album called. I like Boy Pablo a lot. Um, I thought the project, it was only seven tracks, right. had some highlights. I think the ending, like the last three tracks are the best tracks in the project. Okay. Um, he's pretty good if, if you like if you like kind of uh, dreary, meandering indie music. He's perfect for you. He has okay. like a... He kind of tunes his guitar like 1950s style, like a yeah. heavy pick, like mm-hmm. uh, with very weird reverb and stuff like that. It's pretty good. I like him a lot. Okay. The project of the week, though. Of the week. Of the month, maybe, is Quero Quero Bonito, yeah. Time and Place. Do you know who they are? Yes, I do. What do you think about them? Um, I'm not really into them. It's like... I never understood, or not I never understood, but I never got into like that kind of rap, or not rap, rock, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I get it, and it's like, they're really good at it too. And it's like creative in its own, original in some sense, I get it, like recognize it for that. It's just like, I don't know, I cannot get into that. In the same sense, I can't get into certain hip hop now, you know? Bro, yeah. I understand that a, a, yeah. a, a thousand percent, because I yeah, found yeah. out about them today. Gotcha. Not today, but this past right. week. I went back once to their older stuff, and their older stuff is way harder to get into, way more left field. But mm-hmm. it's the left field that I love. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm a thousand percent into them. It's like crazy, borderline J-pop, British indie mixed with a little bit of hip hop. Yeah. And like bubblegum pop. Like yeah. it's just like yeah, yeah. It's a lot. Very it's weird. A lot. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's influenced like, by a lot of things. Yeah, sure. and. Time and Place is their most cohesive project, and I think any project that has Dump on it immediately wins, in my book. Yeah. That is one of the best songs I heard this year. I've gone back to it a thousand times. I'm really into them. Um, I highly suggest you give them a look. Uh, go back through their old stuff. I'm like, Go with yeah, me. Yeah. I'm doing that right now. Yeah. So look out for them. They've been like, on the rise, too, in the last few years, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And they're performing in Boston, so if you're in the Boston area, you should go see them. Um, Spotify constantly gives me push notifications now, so I don't know what that's about. Right. But, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much what I've been listening to. Um, Do you have anything else you want to share? I think that's pretty much it, man. So, once again, next week on the 16th. Free Euros album. Free Euros album, obviously, but on the 16th, Airplane Mode comes out. Yeah, if you're in Brooklyn, if you're in New York, if you're Mm -hmm. in Philly, come out. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, You know, the socials as usual. Yeah, PS4080. Right. Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, fucking our microbrewery. We, we're still working on that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So give us some time. I'm working on this album. It's been a long, it's been a long journey. Yes. And um, actually, I, I want people to, because a lot of the information for the party and stuff like that, yes, is on PS4080, but it's also on our personal stuff. So at Not Upstate for Brian. Yeah. Uh, and at Jimmy underscore, that's J-I-M-I underscore, not Hendrix, all is one word. Um because we're going to be posting a lot about where you could get, you know, you can RSVP. I think you can RSVP yeah, at... Yeah, you need that. Uh, PS4080, uh, airplane mode, dot at splash, splash that. that. That's the company. Yeah, yeah, splash that dot com. So, yeah, RSVP. Uh, a lot of the family... Give us all your data. Bro, a lot of the people that have been guests are going to be there. Yeah. Uh, so, that'd be a lot of fun. So, just come through and yeah. uh, have fun and just enjoy. There'll be food. There'll be great laughter. There'll yeah. be great drinks. It'll be us being drunk. Yeah. Cool. You're welcome. Party. In advance. Exactly. 
Uh, yeah, as usual, have a good one. One. Wow.